0: Good evening, UCC. Welcome back to my life in a suitcase. uh, Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you had an amazing Christmas and a happy New Year. So today's show is dedicated to all amazing, brave Afghan women who have been struggling really hard to stay motivated, stay alive and stay happy and somehow trying to reach their goals, which doesn't seem very possible these days. Um, yes, you have guessed right. Today's show is about Afghan women and their bravery. Yeah, a new year, a new start. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. So we're just going to play a little song now, give us a little chance to ease into the, uh, the, the new show, the new year. Uh, very excited to be back here with you all, lovely people. So we're going to play a beautiful tune by Joni Mitchell. Um, she collaborated with the Chieftains. It's um, very sp- for, for a very special forgotten women in Ireland. So it's quite apt for today's show. It's called the Magdalene Laundries. Yeah, Joni everyone, Mitchell. let's
0: listen to it together. Magdalene Laundries.
2: an unmarried girl I'd just turned 27 When they sent me to the sisters Father the men looked at me Branded as a Jezebel I knew I was not bound for heaven I'd be cast in shame into the Magdalene Laundries Most girls come here pregnant Some by their own fathers Bridget got that belly By her parish priest Try to get things white as snow. All of us, oh, begotten daughters in the steaming states of the Magdalene laundries. Prostitutes and destitutes and temptresses like me. Our Lady of Charity huh. Charity These bloodless brides of Jesus If they had just once glimpsed their room, Then they'd know And they'd drop those stones concealed behind their rosary Down the drain At the Magdalene laundries, Peg O'Connell died today She was a cheeky girl A flirt They just stuffed her in a hole Surely to God You'd think at least Some bells should ring Like some lame bulb that never blooms Come any spring Not any spring
0: listening to my life in a suitcase with your hosts Manisha and Sally-Ann. Sally-Ann. well guys sometimes when you are buried it feels sometimes when you are in a in a dark it seems like you are buried but the truth is that you are implanted so with this hope that all this burial with so many women in afghanistan suffering brings something good out of it and the progress more, we are starting our show.
1: So Sal, how have you been? Uh, Great, yeah, um, I've been really good. Um, I love January, Christmas is over, and there's brighter days ahead, and yeah, it's an exciting time for me as a gardener to get out, the growing year is coming. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very optimistic for this year, I know there's a lot of difficulty in the world, but just take one day at a time. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been a tough month so far, unfortunately, in January. Yeah. Um, The first day of the year, really sorry to, we we must put out a trigger warning, of course, because (laughs) as usual, we're going in deep uh, because for us, that's just instinctive and there's no, we don't want to waste your time talking about, yeah, yeah, super frivolous things. So basically, on New Year's Day, a woman's body was discovered in Cork City. Um, Bruna Fonseca was 28 years old. She was from Brazil. She was a librarian. She only arrived in Ireland at the end of last summer. Um, uh, A young man known to Bruna was arrested on the scene.
0: How how difficult it is that somebody yeah. that you have known in your past or somebody that you know, you know... He was also takes a, you to a Brazilian, Brazilian national, yeah. so
1: they, I don't know if they knew each other socially or... I think, yeah, she did come to Ireland with her boyfriend, so I'm assuming yeah. that is... Um, and then... There was another woman last week in her forties was found in an apartment in Dublin with stab wounds, um, and a man known to the victim has been arrested. Yeah. Um, you know, fem- femicide when a woman is killed by a man known to them is just becoming too much commonplace, even in Ireland, a quite a small country with yeah. a very small population. Um, you know, relatively in the world, yeah. and according to womansaid.ie, uh one in four women in Ireland have been abused by a current or former partner that most of the abusers are people they know so yeah yeah homes can be very dangerous that that is that is so heartbreaking
0: you know Yeah, it is really it's hard to so it seems like well there's not a safe place for women anymore well it
1: was just shocking to wake up on um, new year's day yeah. you know people have just been out having fun a lot of people might have hangovers and uh, to hear that news That a woman's body was found in Cork City is just tragic, very, very um, disturbing. And the fact that she was a woman who's just come to Ireland to try and make a new life—yeah, young woman in her twenties—and she was literally in Ireland only a a few months, and her family had to come over and um, basically arrange her funeral. It's just, yeah, yeah, that is devastating. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's devastating.
0: True. Well. Life is, is not treating women very kindly these days, and it seems like the crime against women um, of increasing, is increasing day by day. So, well, Sal, talking about crime against women... I always just think about Afghanistan and Iran. especially yeah, their neighbor,
1: your neighbors? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Both,
0: both neighbors. And, and now it seems like life has become so, so, so difficult for Afghanistan. And being an Afghan woman myself, it really, really breaks my heart. So anyway, Sal, when, when you think of Afghanistan, you know, as somebody who is brought up in Ireland and who has traveled so many lovely places in the world, what do you think? What's your perception of
1: Um Well, that's a good question, Manisha. When I was a child, I really thought of, now you're going to laugh, I've thought of Afghan hounds, yeah. the <laughs> dogs that I think Barbie or Cindy, one of those dolls had. Wow. And it was very, it, it, these these very popular dolls. Yeah. And it was very coveted to have one of the dogs. It was oh. a Barbie or Cindy dog. And they were very beautiful and elegant. <laughs> so that, honestly, that was the first time I registered the name Afghan. And then... Yeah. Uh, They had Afghan coats. And then I know from books, from old books, the Hippie Trail, the Silk Road. It was all, you know, it was a really um, big thing in the 70s. Afghan was really on the trail. And in my, you know, when I was a very young child, like I've fantasized all my life about traveling and read so many travel books. And I have traveled extensively. And I always thought someday I'd end up going to Afghanistan, to Kabul. And, you know, I thought, think about things like pomegranates. And uh, roses, you know, rose water and wow. uh, saffron You know, the, and that beautiful mountain open scenery, uh, just road trips, going across dusty road trips, very exciting, picking pomegranates on the side of the road, goats, kind of like a road trip to Morocco. I've done road trips to Morocco, yeah. that feeling. <clears throat> but well, unfortunately, lovely. yeah. As I got older, um, all I've ever heard in Afghanistan is about war and invasion and Russians and Americans. And I suppose as a European woman, I've been brought up to think that America is good. The West is good and the East is bad. And I've been brought up in a very black and white culture. Maybe that's what it's like for every culture. But it's this kind of Christians Mm -hmm. are good and Muslims are bad. Yeah, sadly. Um, Mm -hmm. But luckily, as I've become educated and read and, you know... Travelled and lived in different countries with different faiths it's very it helped me to open my eyes and see like yeah. well actually that's bullshit <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah, yeah that's there's true. Good and yeah, yeah. And, and, and and like
0: similarly on the other on, on that, that side of the world where I came from they'll be like Muslims are good and Christians are bad yeah, or, of course you know like and, and and every country is like for example Arabs are like Arabs are good and the rest of the world is bad and as you said it's all bullshit yeah it's all <laughs> <Yeah>. bullshit like <laughs> because yeah I was brought up
1: that Arabs were scary oh my goodness yeah. and women have to cover up and yeah I, it's been fantastic having a relationship with you and your family and building our friendship uh i've learned so much about you know the head covering and you know, I'm a mom of daughters, so, you know, they're real feminists, and I am a feminist, and yeah. you're a feminist, yeah. and every woman and every man should be a feminist. <laughs> like, if you're not a feminist, you're a that's loser. That's true, yeah. That's so true. So, it's like, um, yeah, it's a very complicated relationship that you have with your headscarf. But then, if you look at Ireland, like we've talked about before on the show, in the yeah. 1950s, well, you know, you could not enter mass, a woman, without yeah. a um, scarf, a little mandala, I think it's called, mandala, my mom will tell me, uh, a lace covering. Over your head and if you as you saw pictures of Ireland less than 100 years ago all the women had their heads covered particularly on Sunday and there was a lot of shame around femininity and beauty and you had to be protected first by your father to a certain extent your brothers and then by your husband. True. So yeah like it's wonderful that Ireland has modernized and you know women have a voice but we forget it's not long ago when women didn't like yeah. And we have to support our sisters yeah, in Iran and Afghanistan, Afghanistan and yeah. we have to um raise the voice for them for the women that are in their rooms we're yeah it's very exciting that we're going to hear some voices this afternoon
0: yeah that 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 is Thanks so to true you, you know? that is so true Sal you know the thing is uh, uh one thing about women is we women we have the power to survive in every kind of condition I have known and I' have seen women who 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 are facing the most difficult parts of their lives? They've been in the most difficult times of their life, and still they were surviving. They somehow, we somehow find beauty and, and comfort and happiness, in the life. And we sometime somehow we we bring that happiness in our families. You know, we we, we women are nurturing by nature. But now I think in Afghanistan, there is no hope left. There is nothing. No door is left. Open for women to be able to bring that nurturing, that happiness, that hope in their families. Like, imagine—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm so glad that your perception of Afghanistan is so amazing and so good. You know, and you always keep telling me about saffrons and about pomegranates, and and I—I I talk to my friends, and they, and they and they talk about the mountains in Afghanistan, of the lands and the beautiful and brave people, and somehow this war has has destroyed the image of who truly an Afghan is you know we as as a, as as a as a nation we have brave men who are open minded who are brave who are who are always who have been you know side by side of their wives and families and we have women who are so brave that nothing can stop them and these women have raised brave men brave women these women have have raised families these women have studied and these women have survived all kinds of War and, you know, cold and everything, and still they are, they were, they've been smiling and happy. But now, now these past wars have bring our nation to a, to a point where men are scared to stand by their women and women are scared to speak. Speak their
1: heart. Uh, it feels, Manisha, it's obviously very emotional for you, and um, it feels like the women's lives. There, the door was open to them, and they yeah. were allowed in the room. Education, they got yeah. a little taste, and now they're just being pushed back. But they're not only being pushed back; they're being kicked back. Yeah, and the doors are being locked on them. Yeah, and yeah. the keys are being thrown away. That's, that's what true. it really feels like.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that that's definitely true. And I mean, like like for Taliban, when they when they came in the beginning, they were just they they just showed this this happy face saying that oh um they had they had this happy face saying that oh we are good people we don't have we are just here just a just a regime change just a government change and people were happy people were hopeful afghan people i think afghan people are the most hopeful people in the world because we have been through so many problems so many wars so many difficulties you're so
1: resilient it's incredible
0: <laughs> yeah that's true and we have still stayed Hopeful, But then we've seen the Taliban month after month have closed doors again and again and again and they have shut every door which was possible that now it has come up to the point that the women in Afghanistan, they're not allowed to do anything. Anything at all. They're not allowed to do to to do, to go to markets, to, to shopping centers. Cannot go to school. Cannot have a right to education. Cannot have a right to choose their own husbands. They don't have a right to do anything. And then they shut down the the, the university doors at the point where many of the students were there at, at their graduation break. You know, like they were at the point that they were just graduating, and now they're sitting home. So what is the op- what is the option? And then the option and the choice they were given is okay. You either marry a talib or just become like a like a cattle or a cow to a talib and i i just i just read this news few few days ago and it really broke my heart like why why should a country like afghanistan all these brave women these educated women who have worked hard every day day in and day out in their life why should they be come they should be brought to a point to be called out to either be somebody's wife or somebody's cow why where are the rights and where is the
1: where's the world why is everybody so quiet yeah that's what amazes me manisha um it's just wonderful that you have being able to get the voices of your beautiful students for the just that we're going to be able to hear the voices of young women yeah it's really really important yeah that's true today today um uh, we, we will play
0: um we, we have some we have some messages right from afghanistan to, very important messages yeah uh, feelings of, uh, of 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 people of of lovely girls who have been working really hard in their lives, you know, just feelings of few few
1: students, they've used, yeah, yeah they
0: few of my students and and few amazing girls that, um, they just just to have an you know just to have an idea what's going on there, and um. Um, to be honest, me and Sal, we thought of doing this because we've seen that in, in social media now, uh, in a lot of YouTube channels and a lot of news around the world. It seems like pe- okay, people have totally forgotten Afghanistan, true. But it seems like now a lot of women who were out of Afghanistan during, uh, before Taliban, they're now going back in Afghanistan and they're making all these videos and Facebook posts trying to show that, oh, Afghanistan is a good place now. Taliban are doing really great. They're being really kind. But that's not true you know okay we 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 cannot normalize a terrorist group. We cannot hide we cannot put a big blanket over a huge, more than fifty percent population of a country that who is now, as you said, kicked 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 down and sat yeah. and, and forced them to sit in home and their and basic human rights are being yeah. as,
1: they're not being afforded basic human rights, the right to leave their home that's true, yeah, and the and, right to study, the yeah. right to shop. And the right all, to ed education. Definitely, yeah. And all these rights that are
0: given to them, not only by God, but also by Islam religion, but also by the society, like these, the, they're not asking more. They're just asking their basic rights, and then they're denied that. And then it seems like the international community is just looking at it, saying, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Taliban are good people, they're not doing anything. Oh, these women will survive. But we're here to tell you it's not possible for these women to survive. How long will it take? You know, how long, how long a person can stay hopeful when you have no idea where your future is taking you and when you have lost all what you have worked for and now you're just sitting someplace and just thinking what will be my tomorrow. Anyway, this takes us to our next song and hopefully this song will break, will bring some hope to us sitting in this in in, 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 in in the studio and also to our listeners. And it's it's a lovely song uh called Believe.
1: Oh believe, yeah, by OK Kaya. It's a new um, lovely artist. It, this song is my daughter just choose this song for me. She said try it out. So we're gonna try it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Thank you pushing me aside and I can't break through. There's no talking to you I'm so sad that you're leaving It takes time to believe it After all is said and done You'll be the lonely one believe in life after love I can feel something inside me say I really don't think you're strong enough no do you believe in life after I can feel something inside me say I really don't think you're strong enough
1: Actually, uh, correction. That song is from the beautiful Norwegian American artist, okay Kaya. Absolutely gorgeous.
0: Yeah, it's such oh, a lovely song. Yeah. And well, it, it it did gave us some hope and some power, you know. So so that's really amazing. Um, well, um, you know, Sal. Um, this uh, as time is going to come very soon in Afghanistan, maybe in a month or so, that many many regions of Mazar Mazar and many other regions. Um, where there are some deserts and all that will be filled with tulips.
1: Oh, oh, amazing. (laughs) Because when I think about tulips, I think of the Netherlands, obviously. But the tulips actually came from the, it's one of the best imports that you've given us, the East has given us. They came originally from the mountains, uh, the lower mountains in Turkey that's yeah. where they originate from tulips <laughs> it's actually amazing because then the in the 15th 16th century there was something called the tulip wars yeah. when the Dutch started travelling for spices to Afghanistan and Turkey and all of this area yeah. which was all connected to India because it was the Mongol Empire Yeah, which is who built the Taj Mahal Yeah, <laughs> they, they you know tulips were actually the most valuable thing in one stage in the world one tulip would go for the equivalent of 2000 euro now wow yeah and now saffron is like that there's saffron yeah. you know it could be a Saffron War, yeah. and I think actually you've said something very interesting. When I was thinking about Afghanistan, when you asked me, the problem is its strengths, its weakness. Because isn't there a mountain of minerals in Afghanistan? It is it's such yeah. a strategic place. It is where yeah, it's definitely. in the world. So this is why it's constantly been attacked by Russia, yeah. and and then there's oil. Yeah, there's minerals. That's true. And this is yeah. the problem. Yeah, it, you you know if it was and, a barren yeah. country, it would have no value. But it's so strategically placed between east and west but also it's yeah and yeah. the tulips that's amazing <laughs> definitely true. I love, yeah. oh, we
0: have just... so many untouched uh minerals and and a lot, but, uh, which a lot of a lot of them have been already extracted and god knows where they've gone because afghans haven't seen any any of them we have a lot of marble we have we have a lot of um a lot of yeah beautiful and expensive gems hidden hidden under and, and
1: under earth and when yeah we are being punished for that yes yeah, semi-precious and precious gems yeah yeah so That's true. they're just always fighting over your land. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, talking about gems uh, for some time, now you'll be listening to the voices of very few. There are so many out there, but we could, um, I was only able to get a few, F- five very lovely, very amazing, brave, uh, brave, beautiful Afghan gu- Afghan girls, who, who are just um, talking about their feelings after, um, after closure of university. And let's listen to them and then we'll continue our chat.
4: Hi there, I wish you're hearing me out. Um, My name is Mashid Hosseini and uh, I was about to enter university this year. I mean, I was accepted in software engineering of computer science faculty of Herat University, Afghanistan. But you know that universities are closed, like almost everywhere. (laughs) It's like schools are closed, universities are closed. All educational places and academic places and institutes are closed. And it's like we're no longer allowed to duck our head into the society and say, Hey, we're, we're here, we're a part of it. We're half of it. We're your mothers. We're your sisters. And it's just like, you know, it's 21st century. And it's while everyone's preoccupied about stuff like artificial intelligence and things like what happened to our last spacecraft we sent to Mars. But coming to my nation, the other side of the world. It's like just we're still living in ninety fifties. The worst train is going and going and leaving us behind and we're just riding the opposite side. And I can see that we get deja vu yeah. Like what happened to my grandmother happened to my mother and now and now it's my turn? Is that my turn? I mean is that is that this? Like how 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 long we're we about to stay home and and wait to to hear that another girl committed self-suicide just because they deprived our our basic rights of being a human. You know, there are sisters and, and like, I know seniors that are just about to graduate, you know. But they're all home now. I mean, what can be worse than stealing someone's hope and goals and future? I, I mean, whatever it is, it's not fair. It's 21st century, I mean... That this mindset is just out of use, you know? And I'm, I'm just sort of speechless. Just thank you for listening to me, and I really appreciate your time. Just I wish that no one never ever goes through this
5: hello my name is Sara Tabibi and I live in Herat Afghanistan before Taliban I used to study dentistry in Herat Medical University but since Taliban came and took away our basic right of education they closed down schools universities and other learning centers for women not only this they have stopped uh, deans and counselors from handing out our scholar, uh, our transcripts and diplomas, so we cannot apply for scholarships and fellowships for uh or other educational opportunities abroad not only this they have stopped uh, women from working outside the house which considering current economical situation in afghanistan is putting a lot of families under the poverty line not only they they are restricting our movement inside afghanistan they are also banning women traveling out of afghanistan without a relative. relative, living this kind of restricted life is very damaging to our mental health and mental state we are battling depression anxiety stress and other mental struggles as days go by the restrictions are getting more serious and more oppressing we don't know what to do we don't know how we can free ourselves from this situation
6: and it is seriously taking a toll on us. Hello, I wish everyone is doing well. This is Harishta Zimi Aya. I graduated from school two years ago. I had so many beautiful goals and for that reason I needed to study hard and conquer high school in conquer examination in order to join governmental university because my family is not a rich family and I couldn't join private schools. Uh, beside that, I, I like Governmental University because all the intelligent students are there. That's why I signed Cancord Preparation course when I was in 11th grade with my best friend Atifet. We were studying hard and all the friends and teachers believed in us, but when we were in 12th class, news said Taliban are coming, the Governmental took our exam in its worst possible situation. When Taliban came, they abandoned girls to go to school from from six up to twelfth class, which is end. No job, money limitations, and crucial rules caused my dad to decide for immigration. That's why I didn't continue my Concord class and I stopped. But my friend also continued that that time we could we could go to private courses for learning. So, um, <clears throat> not to waste my time, I went and signed to English class and started talking for. Taking for TOEFL. My dad tried a lot but we couldn't take passport to go to Iran. Out took Concord and got a high score. I, I cried a lot but nothing happened. I knew that crying can't solve the problem, so I went and signed in Concord examination course again. I was working in the morning for paying my fee and studying afternoons and reading books at night, but when recently Taliban announced that no girl can join any private or governmental academy or class and job is not allowed for women. Now, I don't know, I can't understand how future will be. Of course, I, leave my, I love my grandma and my mom, but I never like to repeat their life, that that miserable life. We girls went to streets and shouted. They, they didn't behave it as good and nothing happened. You know, it's impossible not to cry, not to be upset and angry, and not even to curse, at least for me. This atmosphere and thought that the crucial rulers is... Most terrible and bitter than all uh, the novels, songs, movies, and series, which I was upset, I cried and and said bad things about the characters who enjoyed trampling dreams and beautiful goals of others. I hated it very much, and in a strange way, I always wanted and want to take that hand and thought that only knows only knows how to close doors and windows and makes others' lives miserable. At least and say him or her, hey, miss or miss, that everything is related to you. Believe me, nothing is related to you. Stop it. After all, everyone is only allowed to make themselves miserable. I don't want to tell lie to myself. It's awfully bad here. Did hasn't moved yet. Life is starting to kill you. And it will take you to the point that no matter how much you try and say to yourself that, hey, don't worry and don't be sad, nothing happened but you can't claim your heart. By the way, it's the carelessness and invitation to the carelessness of adults that makes me angry and makes me scream automatically as if nothing happened. These days I wrote stories, reading books, but believe me, life is so hard when you're always at home and can't use your knowledge and don't have any money, don't have any freedom. One day I may stop and, and I may stop and end my life because it's not life no one cares and united nations and others are only thinking to themselves and united nations is only a symbol
7: in the name of allah this is a amiri from herat afghanistan i'm student of seventh semester of medical faculty in herat public university better to say i was studying Because I'm also one of those girls who are separated from journey of knowledge and progress by force of present government of Afghanistan, known as Taliban. Same as all the world, after pandemic of COVID-19, we were rebuilding our wishes, our hopes, and future plans. But now... I find myself in front of closed doors of university and any other educational courses or organizations. Going back to the past, where a good marriage is the only climbing mountain a girl should and could see. However, I'm still trying by myself not to let the situation to damage my brain and my future and also my plans by reading books unlike medical books and also external books but it is a dark fact that we can't study in regular way and now with an alive but extremely injured hope we afghan girls are waiting for lights from nowhere and still hopeful
8: hello to everyone this is sudab aub from Herat, afghanistan um i was a student of dentistry faculty in Herat university before taliban banned the door of university for girls as you know afghanistan is the worst country in the world for girls because girls that don't have the right to educate they don't have to work outside their home they don't have the right to uh, go to park even they can't sport Because all of these things are banned by Taliban, the government of Afghanistan. We left it behind in the middle of a darkness. And the only thing that we can do is to sit at home and read some books or take some online classes. But it can't uh, solve our problem here. As you know, everyone has the right to educate. Everyone has the right to uh make a better life for herself for, uh, for her family actually no one cares about us about girls in afghanistan uh, the government is lying and that they will open the door of the university as as, uh, as soon as possible or they will and they will open the door of a school all of them are lying and it's not uh, it's not true that they were open um, as the world knows uh, they had the control of afghanistan in- they had the control of afghanistan before about 4 4 uh, years uh, they took the control of afghanistan in the past and they didn't open any mm, school for girls actually we don't want to go to past we don't want to uh, be the people that they don't know anything um, in a uh, dark cultures uh, to sit at home and have baby to uh, to uh, how we can say that or to get married and uh, don't know anything about uh, about the world, about the, uh, about knowledge. It's the right. It, it is our right to educate, and I think uh, we should do some uh, something for ourselves. And uh, I'm trying to make a better life for myself right now in Afghanistan. Uh, um, Actually, it's hard to be positive uh, that we can, we will have any way to open the door of the universities. Um, But I think uh, sitting at home is not uh, the way to solve our problems. Thank you for your attention and thank you uh, for your listening.
1: Have a good life. So yeah, the last words there, have a good life. Um, yeah, last night, yesterday evening, when Manisha sent me these recordings of her beautiful students, yeah. these um, very brave young women, uh, I was with one of my daughters who's very similar age to them, just turned, you know, in her early twenties and a student, yeah. and she was like, "What the heck?" Basically, she said, yeah. "How how is this happening? This is ridiculous." um and we were just saying what can we do um they they are so brave and i was so surprised and my daughter was that they have such beautiful english such they're so it's yeah. obvious that they're well educated and motivated and they're just young people and you know it would be nice if their biggest problems are relationship problems and <laughs> you know choice of where to go on a friday night or you know not trivialise Absolutely not to trivialise the problems that my daughters have yeah. and the challenges that young people have. It's a very complicated time in your life, a time of transition, but at least they do have choices That's true. at the yeah. most. But these, these, these women are so brave and I'm so touched and I'm so happy that you got their voices out, Manisha. And now the question is, what can we do? What can the Irish government do? We need to... Get them back into education. We need yeah. to accept them over in Ireland as refugees. The scholarships. What yeah. can we do? Um, so that's the from the time that the door of the university has shut
0: down, and you know that you know I, I've I, I've been part of the, like university has been a big part of my life. You know, in Afghanistan, you're an educator. Yeah, and it's it's just it just breaks my heart because mo- because I I just keep I just keep um I can I just keep imagining faces of my students both boys and girls because though the doors are open for boys but still it's not that life you know it's still not that life and i know that that the boys that i know that the boys that um we trained you know just 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 like their educators just like their mothers um they're not happy that their sisters are at home they're not happy that their colleagues that their classmates are at home and and it makes them sad you know and um um, for girls, you have listened to them. This is just few examples, and I've listened to these messages again and again, and it breaks my heart. And from the time the university doors are closed, I just, I just feel very personally. I, I just, I still feel that I'm in Afghanistan, and I just, I just feel their pain because I know what they're going through. I even try to contact. Um, some of the female staff, you know, who've been lecture. Uh, some of the lecturers in the university, how they feel. And you won't believe how how terrified they are that they they're not even able to to raise their voice or say something because they think that if they do they will be punished for it. And this so called job that is just left by any name now that still they're at home and they have they they don't go to university anymore or, or whatever. Situation is over there. They're so scared that they will even lose that and there, w- there won't be anything left. So I totally understand. And I, I know what they're going through. And I know what my these these lovely young women are going through. But as you said, we cannot just sit like that. It is. I think it, 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 it is totally cruel. And it's a, it's a crime against society for against our- humanity. Yeah, against humanity for all the for all international community just to just to sit quiet and, and quietly watch these girls fade away. Um, so many of these girls are just so hopeless that all they want to do is just end their lives. And I don't think. And 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 she said that you know, uh, in, and in it's one of worrying the, yeah. because
1: they have no support. And now women are not allowed practice as doctors, and and women are not allowed go to see male doctors. So yeah. now a basic health condition like or and even a toothache. Yeah, it can end in sepsisemia. Like, it's, it's true. Like people and, and they and, and, can die of just fevers, or yeah, that's true. Not be, even go to the minefield of mental health. Yeah. Oh, that that the connection that is not with mental, mental health. Question, yeah. And your f- physical health will deteriorate yeah. rapidly when you're under stress. Yeah. Many of the female doctors who are still going to
0: their jobs and who are going to clinics and who are working very hard, midwife nurses. Many of them are facing beatings every day on 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 the yeah, streets.
1: Your friend did, yeah, uh, my Christmas friend did, and and, and she and sent midwife. me,
0: yeah, and she sent me her pictures that that she was she was whipped, like on it, the street, it, it, on the street. Is I don't I don't know if I'm using the correct word for it, you know. These girls, they they, they went on the streets just asking for the doors of the university to, to be opened for them because it's their right, and they were, um, they were hosed by 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 water pressure hoses and 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 they, like. This is not a lie. This is
1: just happening in the last few weeks. This yeah. is just
0: and, and, and current. And this
1: is very current. This is
0: very current, and international community is just silent. I cannot believe how how international community just thinks that Afghanistan is safe and it's all right. It's not all right. Um, I and, and through our show, I want to request, uh, I want to request um, from Irish government, from anyone in Ireland who is in power. Who, who would like to join us, to help us, to find these girls' scholarships, to come and study here, to find a future, so that maybe we still, as an Afghan, I still have hope, and I'm sure my other brothers and sisters back in Afghanistan, they also have hope that one day this dark cloud of ignorance will, will leave Afghanistan, and still we will have a free democratic country or a free republic where we can go back to our normal lives. And I hope that that day, these girls who will be helped to come here and study, they can go back and they can return to their country. And
1: educate the new generation.
0: Yeah, That's and educate the new generation. Give
1: hope. Give hope.
0: Yeah, so I, I I, really want to request anyone who is listening to our show, and, um, and we will definitely try our best, um, that anyone who can and who has the power to change, come help us to bring some change and help. Um these young lovely young, young women women to come and study and and become a power and and return home and help and educate others um as 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 somebody famous said, i don't remember who said, but somebody famous said, if you educate a man, you educate one person, but if you educate a woman, you educate a family and and exactly. and definitely finally a nation, so that's what we're requesting for. So, well, let's let's dedicate this show to all lovely, amazing, brave women in Afghanistan, Iran and anywhere out there in the world. Ireland, Ireland, yes, anywhere out in the world who are really trying really, really hard to stay hopeful, trying to stay brave, put a happy face and try to continue life despite all the difficult situations they have. And hopefully some good change will come.
1: Yeah, one day at a time. Yeah, one yeah, day at a time. Yeah, just have to get through, stay positive.
0: Thank so, you for listening. Thank you for listening and we'll see you, we'll we'll, we'll be here next week. And you can always, um, uh, if, if you miss our show, you can always listen to us to the U- Radio UCC's podcast. Uh, you can search My Life in a Suitcase and you can listen to our previous episodes as well. So we'll end today's show with the last lovely song for women, life and liberty.
9: dancing in the alleys and the streets for the thrill and the fear of getting caught kissing for my sister my brother and unity for all the times we tried to change their minds and stale beliefs for the loss of pride For poverty, for the dream of just a normal life for you and me, for all the children who are starving for a loaf of bread, for the greed of politics and all the lies they spread, for all the mass polluted air we breathe, for all the litter in the streets and all the dying trees. For all the animals who suffer from elimination For all the cats and dogs who love us without no conditions For all the tears that seem to never end For all the images that keep on turning in our heads For a simple smile to last a little while For the future generations fighting for their time For empty promises ahead Just to get some sleep For all mankind In our country For all the boys and girls Who never knew equality For woman For life Liberty